Hey there, I'm Corey Fowler, and you're tuning in to the How to Adult Show. This is your go-to guide for all things adulting, where we walk you through the answers every time you hear yourself asking, why didn't anybody teach me this stuff in school? From personal finance 101 to careers and business advice to managing your health and wellness, we're here to give you tangible advice, tips, and tricks to help you start succeeding in any and every area of your life. I know you've got this adulting thing, as long as you've got the right info. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is the How to Adult Show. Hello and welcome to the How to Adult Show. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is your go-to guide for all the important life skills we all really probably should have been taught in school. So to kick off this week's episode of the How to Adult Show, I wanted to start with the number one skill that I truly believe we should all be taught from primary school on up. The skill that would help every one of us figure out what we want, why we want it, and how to get there, how to go for it, how to create the lives that we want to live thoughtfully and intentionally. The skill that I'm talking about is how to set goals properly and how to systematically, step-by-step, work towards achieving them and ticking them off our list. To kick off this week's episode of the How to Adult Show, I wanted to start with the number one skill that I truly believe we should all be taught from primary school on up. The skill that would help every one of us decide what it is we want in life, why we want it, and how to go for it, how to create the lives that we want to be living intentionally and thoughtfully. The skill that I'm talking about is how to set your goals and then how to systematically go about step-by-step working towards achieving those goals and ticking them off your list. Now, if you're new here, hello and welcome to the How to Adult Show. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is a free weekly educational show produced by the How to Adult School. This is designed to be your go-to resource to learn all of those important adult life skills that we all probably should have been taught in school. From managing your money, to planning your career, to taking care of your health and wellness, to personal development, we'll cover all that and more every week here on the How to Adult Show. Now, if this all sounds fantastic to you and you want to tune in every week, I'm going to take a moment and invite you to click subscribe and join the channel. That way you'll never miss an episode of the How to Adult Show and I get to know that you like the content that we're creating for you here. So, if you want to start creating your life and lifestyle purposefully, you are in the right place. This lesson today is going to teach you a simple and effective system for setting and achieving your goals. This skill is an absolutely necessary tool for building the life you want, one measurable and achievable step at a time. I have been using this system personally for a decade, and it's helped me move through the chapters in life that I personally decided I wanted to experience. From starting a successful business and always being able to work for myself, to buying a piece of property, to traveling in my off season, to getting out hiking with my dog every day after work, all of the big and little goals that I set for myself, I use this system to help me identify what I wanted, what makes me happy, and then how to go about achieving those things for myself. Today, we're going to dive deep into the process of goal setting. That means deciding what you uniquely and individually want, because knowing what you want is the first and the most important step you have to take towards designing your life. 
we're also going to cover the techniques that I use to start working towards my goals in baby steps that are small and manageable so that you don't set your goals and then get awed and subsequently flattened by the magnitude of your goals and dreams and designing the life that you want to live. My personal goal setting process has changed and evolved over the years. If you're anything like me, you probably grew up having to do some sort of little goal setting activity in school occasionally. You were given a little notebook or a worksheet and given 10 minutes to sit down and brainstorm a list of things that you wanted to achieve that year throughout the school year. But then we put our notebooks away into our desks and that was that. Now, deep down inside, I was secretly a huge, ginormous nerd about these goal setting activities. I freaking loved them. And once I was old enough and nobody made me do these activities in school anymore, I myself started to dive a little bit deeper into the process of goal setting and learn a little bit more about the science and behavior behind it. Now, throughout this time, it was always a fun activity, sometimes a nice little escape from reality for me, but it always felt a little bit like daydreaming no matter what. But then, right after I graduated from university, I applied to a government grant program, and I won a place in this grant program to start my small business. And as part of the grant, I was paired with the small business advisor who was there to help me through my first year of business. This advisor made me create a goals list for my first one to five years of business. And this small activity absolutely blew my mind because it, it wasn't actually just a goals list, it was a chart. It was a detailed and specific goals chart that served as my map every time I wanted to get somewhere. This advisor taught me how to brainstorm goals for myself and my business freely, decide which ones were actually tangible and applicable to me, and most importantly, he taught me to break them down into smaller and more manageable steps, and then set timelines, due dates, and markers so that I could know when I'd actually made progress and achieved something. From there, we met once a month for six months, and he personally followed up on my progress. And this was a freaking game changer for me. I'm talking one of those lessons that I look back on and I realize that if he'd never taught me this, my life today would be completely different if I hadn't been taught this concept. And I actually couldn't believe that nobody had ever taught me this before I was 23 years old. Like I said, I was always a ginormous goal setting nerd. And maybe I would have eventually stumbled across something like this on my own and figured it out by myself, but it was handed to me step by step at 23 years old. And it honestly felt like this took me off of the bench and into the game of creating my life. This simple, basic goal setting chart, along with the accountability provided by my business mentor for the first few months of my business, helped me grow so fast and also helped me avoid feeling lost or confused along the way when I inevitably forgot what it was I was trying to do and where exactly I was going. Using this system, I was able to start my first large successful business, a wedding photography business, and I was able to fill up my first season so that I got to work full time on this business right out of school, right from the get go, right away, which was amazing. That was always a dream that I'd had. Then using this system next, after two years, I was able to pass the sales goal that I set for myself. Next, I was able to raise my prices and simultaneously cut down on the number of shoots that I booked every year, start outsourcing some of my work. And by my fourth year using this system, I was able to begin streamlining my processes and creating systems so that I could step back a bit from the business, work less and start working on something more. All of this was something that I was able to map out when I first started the business using my goal setting chart. And it was fantastic four or five years later to be able to look back on that and realize that I ticked off everything on the list that I'd still wanted.
On a more personal level, using this goal setting chart and activity, I was able to tick off life goals that I wanted and start designing the life that I really wanted to live. For example, I was able to achieve my goal of buying a house. I was able to make sure that I got outside all the time, that I was able to start my mornings outdoors with my dog, whether that was going for a hike or going and having coffee down by the water. And I was able to turn my eye towards all the new business that I also wanted to start all because of that goal-setting activity that I had been taught four years earlier. And throughout my first years of business, I kept going back to and revisiting this chart that I created at the very beginning, and I also created other versions of the chart for other parts of my life. Occasionally, I would redo it once I got to know my business a little bit better or once my needs and wants changed, but overall, this list of business and life goals that I created at 23 helped guide me step by step through my 20s and through everything that I thought I wanted to do and accomplish and see during that time. Most importantly, having a goals chart like this served as my map so that I didn't inevitably forget what I was working towards when life got in the way sometimes as it always does. While I'm not going to pretend that setting goals is the magical key to success, I mean, it also took a buttload of hard work, perseverance, and so many sacrificed evenings and weekends away from family and friends to get my business going, I firmly believe that we should all be taught from the get-go how to create our own maps rather than just sort of being led through life. So if there is one new thing that you pick up from the How to Adult School right now, that would be to learn and master how to do your own goal setting activities and how to create your own master goals list and chart to follow. Now, I'm pretty sure this is clear already, but I just wanna make sure you know that we're not talking about that cheesy New Year's resolution type of goal setting. Most people I talk to don't even like the process of setting goals because it feels fake. It feels like the thing that you do on New Year's to make everybody else around the table happy. You do it for weeks and at the end of those two weeks, you just feel like you've lost two weeks. These goals are fluffy, quite frankly, they're impossible to stick to, and even though the sentiment behind them might be right sometimes, the process and the follow through, the way that we've been taught to do this so far, is just not there. So if you're one of those people who says that you hate setting goals and every year when New Year's rolls around, you hate making New Year's resolutions, I want you to hear me out. You're not bad at making change or achieving your goals, getting what you want in life, you just haven't been taught how to do it properly yet. Now let's jump into the process and I'll walk you through it together. First off, you're welcome to do this by hand if you would like, but if you wanna follow along with me more exactly, I've linked a downloadable copy of the goals chart that I personally use in the description for this episode. Just go to the description, click the goals chart download link, sign up and download your copy so that you can follow along step by step. Actually doing this and writing it down is really important because you need to put a pen to paper and write stuff down. Don't just try to do it in your head. Don't write notes on your phone that you might just delete a few months later. Actually get a real piece of paper, get a pen, and start to write this down for yourself. The important part is that you don't just try to store it in your head because as humans, we inevitably are so influenced by our experiences in the moment that it's really impossible and and not that advisable to expect your brain just to be able to catalog all of this and remember it for years on end without being distracted and waylaid and sidelined by life that gets up and comes in the way. If you wanna get all sciencey about it, there are also actually countless studies demonstrating that writing things down makes it so much more likely that you'll actually remember and follow through. So do me a solid, do yourself a solid, 
set yourself up for success here, grab a pen and paper and write this down. The first and most important step of setting goals is finding out what is actually meaningful to you. But don't get intimidated here because what you want is allowed to change. Personally, I revisit my goals list multiple times a year to make sure that everything that's on there is still serving me and still what I want. Also, I have absolutely no problem whatsoever knocking something off the list if it shouldn't be there anymore. So we're going to start by figuring out what it is that you want, not the things that society or social media or your family says that you should want. And this takes some thought and you might have to force this thought to happen. So go ahead and set a timer on your phone for 20 minutes. Turn off any other distractions and start to brainstorm. By the time your timer goes off, I want you to have written down at least 20 goals. And don't worry, don't freak out yet. I'm not going to ask you to get started working on 20 or more things. This is just an activity to get your brain working and help you work past all those kind of wishy-washy fake goals that might come up to start with. You know, things like, I want to be healthy and drink a green smoothie every day, or I want to live in a ginormous sparkly house. I want you to sit down at this, move past those immediate obvious things that come to mind, maybe the things that you've been trained to think that you want, and I want you to picture yourself and picture different versions of your life and find something that makes you feel something. Remember, this list can change over time. It's a map, but it's your map, and it's completely up to you to decide where it is you want to go. Next, when you're finished your list, I want you to go back, look through it again, and freely start crossing out anything that doesn't make you feel excited or wistful or ready to jump up and take hell-bent for glory kind of action. Get real honest with yourself because this is your goals list, remember, and I'm not going to ask you to share it with anybody. After that, I want you to go back through your list again and highlight all the goals that can be considered SMART goals or adjust them to fit this layout. Now, if you haven't heard of this framework before, SMART goals stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Timed. Consider each goal first and ask yourself, is it specific? If not, how can you make it so? For example, just saying, I want to be financially secure doesn't cut it. Ideally, your goal should be more specific along the lines of, I want to feel financially secure, and to do this, I'm going to create an emergency savings account with six months of expenses safely saved in there, and I'm going to create this by cutting back on my variable expenses for a few months and contributing a full 20% of my salary to my emergency savings fund until it's fully funded. I know it sounds like a lot, but really making sure that these goals are specific, that you can picture them and that you have a clear map of how to get there is going to make it so much more achievable for yourself. Next, ask yourself, are your goals measurable? You have to have a metric that you can use when you're working on achieving something so that you can measure and know when you're getting closer to your goal. For example, saying, I want to be healthy and I know when I get there because I'll start feeling more healthy doesn't cut it either. I want you to decide and define what your version of healthy looks like so that you can measure it. And maybe you'll end up with something more along the lines of, I want to be healthy by eating meals that are made of fresh, healthy, raw ingredients, and I'll make sure that my dinners five nights a week are made like this. Now that is something that you can keep track of and know exactly when you're hitting your mark. Next, look through and ask yourself about each goal. Is this goal attainable? And while I wholly stand behind dreaming big and being audacious, and I completely subscribe to the idea of dreaming big and you'll land among the stars, 
It is important that you can actually set goals that are possible to be achieved within your lifetime. Even if you don't know how to achieve it yet, you'll be able to set another smaller, closer stepping stone kind of goal that will help you get there and work towards it bit by bit along the right path. Almost done with the SMART goals now. Ask yourself, are your goals relevant to you? We've already screened for this earlier, but it's worth one more kick at the can to make sure you're choosing goals that are actually relevant and meaningful to you, not just some peer-pressured, family-pressured version of you. I can't stress this enough. Please don't waste time working towards a goal only to realize that it means very little to you and isn't actually anything that you ever wanted anyways. And if you do end up realizing this about one of your goals, you're free to let it go and don't spend any energy kicking yourself for the time that you've spent working towards this in the past. Finally, this is the last step of the SMART goals framework. Are your goals something that can be timed? It is so important to set a finish line that you're able to work towards in achieving your goal. And it's okay if this timeline has to change. Life happens, things get in the way. This is often what freaks people out about creating a timeline in the first place for a goal. But setting a timeline will help hold you accountable, will help you take action on the days when you're just not feeling it, and will help you know also when you've met your goal. For example, if one of your goals is that you want to run a half marathon, unless you say, I want to train for a half marathon over the next 12 months so that I can enter this race next October, then what the heck are you even training for? So now go back through your list and cross out any goals that aren't and can't fit into the framework of being SMART goals. Again, that means goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timed. So super exciting, you have your first copy of your goals list. Now I want you to grab a second sheet of paper and transfer those goals to a new clean sheet of paper. And this is what I want you to keep handy all the time. Keep it somewhere that's visible to you, somewhere that you'll be easily reminded almost on a daily basis that this is what you want. This is what you're working towards and it'll encourage you to take at least one step that day to get yourself closer to that goal. We all get a bit lost sometimes when it comes to remembering what we want and where we're going in life. I personally have a goals list taped next to almost every workstation that I have, as well as taped to the inside of my day planner so that every time I open it up, I can look at that list and be reminded of what it is that I'm doing, why I'm opening my day planner and getting to work that day. Having this simple list of goals is the first thing you need to do so that step by step, little by little, and day by day, you can start to work towards designing your own life. You can have more than one list if you want. You can have lists for work or business or personal things. The important thing is to follow this process that we just walked through and to write your goals down. Now we're gonna move on to the next part of the activity. Like I said way back in the beginning of this episode, having a goals list was my guiding star, but learning how to tackle that list, break those goals down into steps and track and measure my progress was what took me off of the bench and put me into the game. That combined with the accountability that I had from my business mentor was amazing and it was a process that allowed me to really get things done. So. Now you're gonna take out the goals chart that hopefully you went to the show notes and downloaded at the beginning of this episode. And in that chart, you're gonna fill out the goals column. Write down each of your goals, one goal per box and fill out the entire chart like that. Remember your goals should be hyper specific even when you write them into your goals chart. Now, after you've filled out the goals column, the next box over is labeled completion. 
This is where you're going to write down your marker for how you'll know when you've completed your goal. For some goals, this may seem obvious, and for others, it'll help you clarify the idea even further if it's all still feeling a little bit vague to you. So go through your chart and fill out this column, establishing exactly how you will know when you've met each goal. The third box over is labeled time frame, and this is where you'll either write the exact date that you want to have met your goal by, or the length of your time that you're going to spend working towards said goal. For example, going back to the running a half marathon example, maybe you already have a race in mind with a specific set date that you can write into that column. Or maybe you've decided that you want to work up to running a half marathon within a year, so you could write 12 months in the timeline column instead. Go through and assign a time frame to each one of your goals that you've already written down. This is essentially setting your own due date, but it's important to remember to be realistic and gentle with yourself with these dates. It is absolutely not the end of the world if you don't meet them exactly, and don't let this be your excuse for not doing it. The fourth box is labeled steps, and this is a really important part of the entire goal setting activity we're walking through today. Many of the things we want at first seem very unattainable to us simply because we don't know how to get there, not because it's an impossible goal for us. This is what takes your goals chart and truly takes it from just a list of goals into an actual map you can follow of how you're going to get there. And this steps box is going to become full because this is where you're going to break down each and every tiny little step that you're going to have to take to reach your goal. For example, if you want to create an emergency savings fund for yourself, I want you to walk through the steps you'll need to take to achieve this. For example, step one, calculate your monthly living expenses. Step two, decide how many months of living expenses you want to have covered to feel stable. Step three, calculate how much money you'll need for that step. Step four, figure out how much spare income you have to contribute to your emergency fund or where you can cut back to have some extra cash. Step five, open a high interest savings account. Step six, set up an auto transfer of the amount you want to save each month so that when you get paid, you pay yourself and your emergency fund first. Step seven, check your fund every month to make sure you're moving towards your goal. And there you have it. That is one main goal broken down into seven steps, making it so much easier to visualize and follow like a map. The minute steps you'll uncover here are what will make it possible for you to achieve your goals and to not get derailed by feeling lost along the way about what step you should take next. Finally, the fifth box is labeled first step. And no kidding, this is where you're going to write down the first step that you have to take towards achieving your goal. And preferably, you're going to write down a step that you're going to start on today. Without having a first step that you can take action on immediately, this entire episode just turns into an exercise in daydreaming. And at the end of this, I want you to have a system that you can follow and actually get results by. So pick a reasonable first step to take towards achieving your goal, write it down in this column, and then go do it. Taking action is the building block of achieving your goals. You have to take action, even if you don't really know what you're doing. Taking action is also a really useful tool because it will start to create more clarity around what this next steps are for you. So write down your first step, write down when you're going to take this first step, preferably right away. And when it's done, delete it, cross it off, whatever, empty that box and make sure you write the next step you're going to take into that box as well. That way, bit by bit, step by step, I promise this system will get you there. 
And there you have it. By the end of this exercise, you should now have a fully filled out goals chart that will make it approachable and manageable for you to start working towards what it is that you really want. Next, I want you to take this chart and print it off. Print multiple copies, tape it up somewhere, keep it folded inside your day planner, save it as the background of your desktops so that you see it every day, whatever it is that works well for you. It should be accessible and easy for you to look at all the time so that you can always keep it fresh and clear in your mind. And while it's true, you may not always have good days or months or even full years of working towards what you want. Seriously, putting the time and energy into activities like this will help you get there without always feeling lost somewhere along the way. Before you can design and start living your dream life, it is absolutely necessary to identify what it is you really want, what your goals are, and then to use a functional format like the goals chart we just did to establish your metrics, your timelines, and most importantly, the steps that you need to take to get there. And finally, remember, please be gentle with yourself. While some goals do require hard work and a head down slog to get there, it's only worth it if that's actually what you really want, if that goal still serves you. So don't feel like you can't change your mind after you've gone through an activity like this. Your goals chart will be an ongoing working document in your life that you can revisit, update, and change whenever you want to. I personally reevaluate my goals list at least once a year and sometimes more if there's something major that happens that really affects what's on that list. And honestly, I pull up that chart on a weekly, if not daily basis, and constantly work through, adapt, and change the steps, especially under the, especially, especially under the first step sections as I'm able to cross things off and then fill in that box with the next step that I need to take. So if you are one of those people who never wants to set goals because it feels too final, too set in stone, or because you feel like what you'll want in five years maybe is gonna change, I am officially giving you permission to set goals and be okay with changing them. Remember, this is just a map you're creating for yourself so you don't get lost when life derails you. You're making the map though, and it's always up to you to get to change where you're going. Setting goals like this should end up being something that is immensely liberating for you and not limiting. So if you haven't been following along with the activity as we've gone through it so far, now I want you to look at the downloads link that I created for you. It's in the description for this episode and get your copy of the free goals chart that I've created for you. If you've taken the time to listen all the way through this episode, you owe it to yourself to at least give this a try. So go ahead, download the file, set aside an hour, and get started walking through this goal setting activity. If you loved this episode and are excited to get started designing your life now that someone's actually taken the time to teach you how, I would love it if you could do a couple quick things for me. First, make sure that you click subscribe. This is the best way to make sure that you never miss an episode and it tells me that you're enjoying the content, which makes it so much easier for me to keep putting together these episodes. Next, if you really love the information in this episode, please go ahead and share it with a friend. Maybe even go through the exercise with a friend and agree to be each other's accountability buddies because accountability is a really useful tool to have when you're working towards big, beautiful things in your life that sometimes might be a little scary and you need an extra push for. So subscribe below, share it with a friend, and meet me back here next Monday for a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show.
Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the How to Adult Show. Our goal is to make your life easier, so you can find today's show notes, links, and free downloads all in one place at howtoadultschool.com. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe and leave a comment, review, or share something with us that you'd like to learn next. I love to hear from you. Again, I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and I'll see you right back here next week with a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show.